And life is short as a midget, but mine's a little LeBron. I'm about to book a show at the dim, still dim a dump. Um, but that boy advance gotta be bigger than Diddy Kong. Fam, come out clean looking like we jumped the broom in the dustpan. I come back out of breath. While your side nigga sitting at the club with a booty on his chin like a cleft. Hey, I got muscles like Superman train. Yo, yo, Aiden, do the thing. What's good, Creamers? What's good, Creamers? Welcome back to episode 143 of the Half and Half podcast. I am your host, Fasanth Ramdas, joined by my good-ass co-host. Mm. That's cute. That's a cute one. Okay. (laughs) It's actually a double entendre because you are a good co-host, but you also got good ass. You see what I'm saying? That's bars. Yeah, I, that's bars <laughs> right there. No, yeah, we all know I'm caked up. You know, that's a classic Aiden Mangan character trait. Um, you know. Yeah. Nice to... I, nice Irish Catholic boy that just also has a fatty. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great dating bio. Nice Irish Catholic boy. With possesses a fatty. Also has a fatty. <laughs> Likes Avatar Way of Water. <laughs> Loves it. Loves it. Doesn't like water. Um, yeah, but I mean, it's for us, it's not been that long since we last recorded. We're trying to get this another episode recorded for y'all before Aiden goes back to the homeland for a fun vacation. But oh, yeah, anything, yeah. I'm off to Ireland Saturday. On? Yeah, anything going on? Are you are you are you gonna uh download Tears of the Kingdom to play on the flight over? Is that the plan? You see, I, I'm currently debating this. Um, mm-hmm. Part of me wants to, and then the other part of me is like, if I play it on the flight over, it's going to be the only thing I think about throughout my it's entire kind of, vacation. Yeah, it's, it's maybe it's better to almost like let it sit, enjoy your vacation, kind of uninhibited yeah. by thinking about this sick game that you want to play, and then when you come back, like start putting hours into it. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently working it out. I might break it down just to do it. We'll see. Um, yeah. Early reviews are good, though. The embargo lifted and, like, everything was a 10. I, I think, I was going to say, I think good is an understatement. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, Breath of the Wild also like, was, like, the... in the 90s, right? For its Yeah, it's, like, pretty much replicating the acclaim Breath of the Wild had, but it's replicating the acclaim while every reviewer is also going, like, this is even better than Breath of the Wild by a significant Yeah, reason. I think you and I both follow Gene Park, who does video game reviews mm-hmm. for the... Is it the to- the post, right? Washington Post, yeah. Yeah, for the post. And he said, like, it's Breath of the Wild, but it's bigger and longer, and they just added more stuff and yep. improved on some things that could have, I guess, been improved on from the prior game. Yeah. Apparently, it's also some nice quality life improvements, too, which I'm interested because um, Breath, Those of are always already, Breath of the Wild's already a pretty, like, sublime experience. So, like, I don't know, like, uh, what else you could add to it, but quality of life improvements like it's obviously like i'll say this like a game that's ass with like good quality of life mechanics like convenience mechanics like it doesn't detri- it doesn't like cover for the fact that the game sucks but what can really yeah. elevate a game it's it's kind of the little things like i mean it's not like some of these aren't like drastic but like i uh nintendo released the entire persona like the main three because i think the persona jrpg series there's like I think Persona 1 and 2 are technically under the Shin Megami Tensei umbrella, and then they split mm-hmm. off and become their own franchise afterwards for 3, 4, and 5. They released, you can get 5 on there, but I've already played 5, but they've released 3 and 4 as a bundle, which is nice if anyone's in yeah. it's like 40 bucks. 
and I'm playing four, and I do really like it. And obviously, like five is way newer. Like it, ha- the, the gap between Persona five and four is like, I want to say it's like almost like a, it's almost it's over a decade because Persona four is 2008, and Persona yeah. five base is like 2018, 2019 maybe, and then Royal is like two years after that. So it, it's really interesting, just being like, man, they like really did like soup up some stuff that made the game a lot better. And, like, these are, like, I want to say these are quality. They're probably a little more than quality of life, but, like, the ability to, like, you know, the way, like, the turns flow in battles or the way you traverse the overworld, things like that got improved a lot. The menus are a lot better in the new game. Obviously, there's a big gap there, but that stuff's Mm -hmm. underrated, man. Like, if you make your game easy to, like, move through, like, it's easy to get to menus and easy to get to the things that matter to people, that stuff matters. Because when you get to the parts of a game where you feel like you're grinding or you're just trying to knock out side quests or gain XP, that's the stuff where you start to notice, man, it's so tedious to get this shit to be quick, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that's probably where they could have improved. I don't really think there's much wrong with base Breath of the Wild anyway, right? Yeah, there really isn't much. <laughs> I don't think it, did it win Game of the Year? I know it was up for Game of the Year. Um, I imagine it did. Uh, when that year it was up for it was like stacked though, wasn't it? Yeah, like I'm not sure what they beat. Let me see if I can figure that out. I can go look real quick if I go to the... Yeah. Perception. Uh it was the highest rated of the year it came out. Uh I think it won. Let me see. Yeah, game of the year. One. 2017. There's like a really stacked year in there with like uh uh I want to say like Odyssey was up the same year maybe or there was a yeah well yeah so Odyssey's up for it um Horizon Zero Dawn Persona Five Persona and Five Player Persona. Unknowns Battlegrounds which is PUBG, PUBG was oh, man yeah. that feels like ages ago when that was like the wave yeah. <laughs> Fortnite adults launch pretty much yeah. But yeah, no, but that'll I, so you've got a lot of the great stuff coming on, like kind of coming down the way. You go to Ireland that you could play Tears of the Kingdom now or later. So it's a yeah, good time to be for both of that. From an yeah. entertainment perspective. I live a good life sometimes. What can I say? And then Barbie and Oppenheimer, not too far around the corner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're going to be welcoming. welcoming It'd be a long episode, but you should totally, uh, maybe it's a meme to viewers at this point if it'll come back, but you should totally double feature Oppenheimer and Barbie for a cinephile episode. Because that's the bit, right? I genuinely plan on double featuring them at the theater, so... Yeah, that's that was that's like the whole bit, right? It's like people yeah. are just gonna go enjoy both of them there because like there is like a joke like oh they're gonna go against each other and everyone's like no the true connoisseur will go consume both of these films back to back. That is the true connoisseur, and that's someone that loves uh, cinema right there. Let me tell you, this is a cinema fan myself. Um, no, yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think genuinely I'm gonna plan it where Saturday after they come out, I'm gonna just like go see both. Maybe I'll invite a bunch of people. It's like you can you can come to one, you can come to both, you can come to none. I mean, I would. Well, when do they come out? Is it in July? July twenty first. Oh yeah, I'll be there. I've got that date memorized. <laughs> it's the meme. I will be yeah. there. It's the no most. No matter what. Yeah, it's the most important date date of my life. So I've got I've got. I hope at least both. I hope both of them are really good. It really suck if they're both kind of mid. That's not gonna happen. 
I don't really like, feel I, like it is. I don't know. It's hard. At I, least for Oppenheimer. Can. Oppenheimer's like a, a sure thing. That would be good. Yeah, um, Barbie, that's that's uh, where, you know, I think it'll be good, but obviously. The trailers are promising. The cast is good, you know. It's got Brian color. Dawson's it's got, got personality. Energy. And that stuff can carry, even if there are flaws in the film. So. Mm-hmm. Dawson's got the energy. That's all that matters. Yeah. But, you know, so. Ryan Gosling on rollerblades will be fun. Oh, yeah. Can't wait. But I think um, I don't really have much going on on my end. So we can just kind of, if you're okay with it, we can jump into what we're doing today, which was, this is your idea. Mm-hmm. It's kind of dusting off something we did once before in an old episode of the show. I don't even remember what episode it was. Very old episode. We talked about uh, Rebirth by Lil Wayne. Um, um, that was a request from my older brother in the audience. One of the uh, worst albums ever, and I love Wayne too. Yeah, that's that album's horrible. Consistently ranked as like one of the worst, and like obviously, yeah. like if we're being realistic, it's not worse than like an album that some person released that they recorded in like their like you know garage with like poor recording. You know, yeah, like, yeah. it's like poorly. It's like they don't have the tools for it. They, you know what I mean? Like someone's like fifteen year old band or whatever. But like for the standard of professional music, like you do this for a career. Like it's 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 no, yeah, it's pretty boring. <laughs> it's during the time that we've been filming this or that we've been recording the show. There's only been two albums that I've listened to that I, uh, that I believe are entirely deserving of zeros out of ten. First one being um. Bad Habits. Yeah, Bad Habits by Nav. Uh, Nav got a zero. And um, Rebirth by Lil Wayne. And that's an Rebirth old get, album. I know, but it's like for the ones I've listened to. Yeah. Revival they, they wasn't a zero for you? What did you give Revival? Give it half a point or something? Revival? Listen, I think Revival was before we started the show. I guess it would have been. Maybe we should go back to that one day. Maybe we'll alternate. I, between... I don't. I I don't think Revival's a zero. Actually, I think the last two tracks are like solid. So actually, no. There like... are. I no. I know for a fact it wouldn't be a zero for me either because I remember. I, I we talked about. We've talked about Revival off mic, off the yeah. show, and I've said like there's like glimpses of like I wish he would just kind of get back in this bag. But yeah, yeah. there's like one or two tracks on it that aren't bad, and yeah. like that's be a funny to one to mess with though. Yeah, yeah, that's just enough to save you from a zero. My Actually, zero is like there is nothing. There is literally nothing good about it. Nothing you can take from it. True, that's a good point. Uh, don't I mean, you know, we do this shit for fun, obviously. I mean, that's what the foremost of this. But you know, don't hold us to this. But maybe as like a little patriotic, because revival has like an American flag on their covers. Maybe as a little July Fourth special. Maybe we'll do a retroactive. We'll go back to we'll dip our toes into the revival pool or whatever. Do we hate ourselves that much? <laughs> I mean, I'm giving us a few months. You can listen to it in chunks. You know. Oh my I mean? god! Yeah. Review revival on acts. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think there was a pun there. Yeah, river, walk on water, or on revival. Okay, dip our toes in the pool. All right. Yeah, I see. You. I see. You. I see. You. But we're reviewing a good album. I think. I mean, we'll see how our opinions. We'll say we've because it, like it's interesting whenever we do these re-reviews also like for albums that were good like were pretty well received when they came out you also do have to consider how well things have aged but you also have to consider mm-hmm. well this album came out like you know yeah a while ago but I think uh, the one we're talking about today I think it's still pretty good I think a lot of it actually holds up it holds up surprisingly well I was kind of yeah. concerned no I, I think I think it's pretty good like just to off the rip I think it's pretty good. Um, yeah, off rib. This is a positive one, but uh, yeah. So, Aiden, what are we talking about? Uh, actually, I'll say pr- pretty good's underselling a little bit. I do think it's good. Like, I, 
I are going to be like only pretty good. No, it's very good, but like yeah, I, I don't exactly. want to like show our yeah. hand too much. I want yeah, to I don't want I don't want to completely undersell it though, so people don't listen to the first minute and go like, "What? No, no." Like, <laughs> this, is a, this is a very, very. It's a good. It's it's technically a mixtape, right? It's a it's it's very good. But yeah. I mean, album mixtape, whatever. It's really good. Yeah. But so, Aiden, you picked this one. We, yeah, but um, where we talk about today? Well, you picked it, so I was gonna let you do the. I guess I can do the intro then. Um, recently, the 10-year anniversary of one of the most popular mixtapes in the SoundCloud era. Because um, I think I think we can agree we're pretty much like post SoundCloud era. Uh, Feels like it, yeah. Music, yeah. Um, one of the biggest, uh, yeah, one of the biggest mixtapes of the time, and one of the most impactful and influential ones. Uh, we are reviewing Chance the Rapper's Acid Rap. Ah, man, this really puts you, and that's like the thing, too. Like, I will say, uh, the beautiful thing about music is like you really can get transported to the time when you heard a song or an album. And I really did feel like I was back in like, was we would have been like, I would have, we would have, I would have just started, yeah, just starting high school, right? Uh, yeah, like eighth grade to high school, yeah. Yeah, and it really does put you. And like, it was an album I went, a mixtape I went back to a lot during that time. And I think that's kind of the fun thing about doing this is like because, and I mean, you especially, Adam, because you're like really on top of what's been coming with like the new stuff that comes out. It's hard mm-hmm. to sometimes go back and remember. Oh yeah, I really did like this track or project, but you just haven't gone back to it in a long time. Yeah, you know? I think uh, so. Yeah, I think. So it's interesting for me is I don't think I actually listened to any of Acid Rap till like my junior year of high school. Was Coloring um, Book out at that point? Probably. No, it's yeah. just before Coloring Book. Okay. Like it's during the ramp up. Well, it hit streaming um, services just before Coloring Book, right? I don't think it did. No, Acid Rap didn't hit streaming services for a long time. Oh, it says 20. Okay, it says he put him on streaming services in 2019. That's after Coloring Book. Oh, wait, because like I'm using Genius here. The description says debut album. Is Big Day considered an... Is Day, Day, that was exact. Yes, he considered Coloring Book to be another mixtape, and he considers the Big Day to be his, his uh, first oh, album. Oh, that's a fucking awful we first can, album. We can talk about Big Day again later if we want to. I, I actually did re-listen to um. Oh, my God, Coloring, Coloring Book is listed and, as a mixtape. That is hilarious. Yeah, I re-listened to Coloring Book, and I re-listened to Big Day as well. Um, or at least most of Big Day. Um, oh, I wasn't putting myself through Big Day. This. Good on you. Yeah, Big Day is pretty terrible. <laughs> um, it's yeah, it's every all the criticisms of Big Day. They they're they're very true. They didn't go away. Uh, they get nicer. What was that? It's not like it's not like one of those things where maybe like you listen to something a little later and you get nicer with some of it. No, no, it's it's just as bad. It's like yeah, yeah. So. Yes, are we in the track by track this? I think that's fair. Right? Um, yeah, I mean, I guess so. We can approach it that way. Are we gonna do it? And I don't, I don't, I don't really care. You want to do it? Um, I think the intro is like very. It represents a lot of like what chance is and what chance mm-hmm. does. You know, stylistically, you get it well, in the ah, intro. Ah, yeah. ah. Ah. <laughs> we back. Get we back. Get we back. We back. We back. We back. Yeah. His vocal tone and his inflection. You know, the like. The, the sounds he makes that that production yeah. style too 
they're super like kind of grand yeah. like jazz mm-hmm. i don't know uh big is big band maybe another way you could I, big band's definitely not the right word for it <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> big band's like gospel i'm dude. stupid i'm wrong gospel, i don't know why yeah. i mean it's like gospel jazz you know harmonies really yeah. like you know big and pronounced like sax and trumpets Mm-hmm. I forget. He has like a project. Remember, he had like an outfit, like a group. Uh, Donnie Trumpet and the something. It's like going yeah, it's candy. a yeah. lot of that sound, basically. Yeah. And I mean, if you hear the song, like you could hear the song honestly. I think anytime, and it's like, oh, that's a chance song. Sure, mm-hmm. like, it's a very, it very yeah. much represents his style. And I like the intro. Uh, yeah, I, I do too. Think it, it, it does. I'll be honest. It, does sound a bit dated and i and i'm not gonna say that about the entirety of this mix i think there's a lot of stuff that like aged very well mm-hmm. this one for me felt like it felt very much i was like yeah this is like the, this is like 2013 20 to mid 2010s like it felt felt like that a little bit i don't know yeah for me at least the, the intro is not bad i like it it's pretty mm-hmm. it's well produced chances very much in his element and very personable and has a great character but yeah. i don't know man the intro just uh, it's not as it's it's a good intro. It I don't know if I call it a good ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think it's a good one too. Um, I think kind of sets you up for what the rest of the album is going to roughly sound like, and like kind of Chance's personality as well at this point. Chance's rapping at this point, I would kind of describe as like rapping sporadic, sporadic like rapping without rails. You know, like it, like you're saying, like very sporadic, it. like but kind of very um eclectic in his approach and he's going to mix in a lot of different flows and different different how do i say it? it's different approaches different ways of rhyming and like he's gonna just like mix a lot of it together these are things he's also that very he's, funny on this project in a good he way is. yeah yeah and these are things about him that are positive now that later in his career he may have lost sauce on that a bit but like that's not important for this album i guess yeah, like I'm like looking through Good Eyes intro. There's some still great bars. Make a joke about Leno's hair, then piggyback on Fallon's spleen. It's funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. kind of nonsense, but it's like funny and like yeah. well put together in my opinion. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's also a Tyler the Creator reference, which is cool. Um, I also like the speaking of going all over the place there's the magical word poof please say cadabra replay the replays green bay the packers cremate your teammates and free base the ashes <laughs> yeah this this is ashes is funny this is clearly before he had children um, <laughs> so i i will say this about chance at this point too um him making this mixtape he's probably between like 19 20 years old based off like what i was looking up yeah, and this um, is like his like druggy era. You know, ten yeah. days was literally made when he was suspended for ten days. Like it's yeah, it's it's like, that's the the whole thing with him at this point. Yeah, and what I would say about him too is that like he really does feel like a high schooler, and I mean I don't mean that in a bad way, but no, it, I do. Like it feels high school. Very, yeah, he he's very he's clearly very young. He's like like I said, very like rapping without rails, and that sporadic nature, that eclectic kind of like stuff he's bringing to it. It's it's very unrefined and unpolished. But, but I think that's, that's what's kind of like fun the, about the it. Feel and what's fun yeah. about it. Yeah. And there's stuff about this that's done really well. It's 
um, there is control to hit the chaos that is rapid, mm-hmm. right? Like there's part there's parts on this mix. Oh yeah, well, I, I see they're all saying he was also very skilled, especially for his age. Like he was very skilled. Yeah, production's like, really good. Yeah. I think for the most yeah. part. And you know, I mean, like you know, the, the the high school stuff comes through with the how many lab partners have I fucked since I got suspended? Mister Bennett, you done did it, you did it, you did it. Mm-hmm. You know, like that kind of like you know lab partner suspensions, all that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like the, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not. I when I say I like the intro isn't hitting like it used to doesn't mean I hate it. It's still pretty good. I just think yes, yeah. the age shows on this one. I think more than. It's fair enough. I, I don't disagree with you particularly. Um, I will say this too. I feel like I was able to actually approach this like relatively objectively. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I think you know me at this point. I, I'm, I've said it on the show too. I, I'm very much a kill your past guy. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. I, I, for the most part, a lot of my life with like things that I've enjoyed when I was young, I've been able to like watch again in the future and be like, oh, I don't actually think that's good anymore. Um, so a lot of this, I think I, I felt like I was able to approach very honestly. Mm-hmm. And I think that was interesting for me because I kind of like got to like rethink about and recontextualize the project again. Yeah. For the first time. Um, which again, I, again, I'm still very positive. On it. I'm not trying to say that like, now that I've listened to it as an older person, now this is very immature. No, it's nothing like that. No. Um, no, it's still a really good tape. But I'm just saying that's a, from my perspective, like I was able to kind of like listen to this like without engaging in like too much nostalgia or anything, I felt like. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. I think that's kind of what you have to do is like, it's hard, right? You have to balance your nostalgia, but you also have to like, you have to consider when he made this and how old he was when he made this mm-hmm. too, because that matters. Um, oh yeah yeah and i think like it's not like we have to put those guardrails up to like protect this project this project i think is still very good I yeah think it stands out so, to so, it. yeah it's um i mean classic means different things to people but to me this is like an essential part of like the modern hip-hop sort of discography if you have to build one i agree yeah very i think important there's so much music we have today that can be like lineaged that's lineage yeah. comes from the chance the rapper sort of that especially if, if you're trying projects from 10 days to coloring book yeah if you're trying to like really trace into like the soundcloud era as well um things like this um Lil boat i would definitely say is another one you have to kind of like give credit to is like uzi. One very important uzi um hell even Lil pump plays a role in it as well obviously yeah x i'd say even Lil pump in the very like carefree type of party vibe that i mean yeah i mean feel what you feel about him he's not very good no Um, no no he's not very especially at this stage but like you know yeah it's not very good but that's just a like people that like are very important for that time period Mm -hmm. um chances is like obviously one of the most important of the time so that's just another thing about it but yeah but i guess we can keep him pushing so mm. there um <laughs> pushman and paranoia on like streaming services two separate tracks but i think when originally released a like a big track right like, yeah it was, like two acts or whatever yeah um i really like this song yeah i i think it's something that he does really well on this album and it's something he just didn't really i don't remember him doing it on the big day 
like and i think when you think of acid rap chance and even like color and like coloring book chance is like a little more it's definitely very much more in that gospel direction yeah but he still does like chill chance is really good like very yeah. like the low tempo melodic push him in isn't like you know uh paranoia has got more of like that like melody and kind of hazy mm-hmm. but like uh, push him in is like kind of like it's more chilled out it's like him kind of being like you know like a ladies man a little bit on some of the bars he has in his verses he's good at it the, yeah. the beats are a lot more like they're a little less grand and you know gospel heavy and it's a lot more of that kind of smooth production and yeah. i really like him i think it's really good well, it does really well and i kind of feel yeah. like i lost it at some point he didn't go <laughs> so i see this also this is gonna be a review and a post-mortem <laughs> it feels like you kind of have to right you're listening to yeah. this and it like the my first reaction is like man what happened i understand i mean that's kind of a coloring to book and say the same thing and i think coloring books worse than acid rap but yeah like so the thing I'll say that's like really cool about Push Man's me is like you were saying like the production and everything is like pretty chilled out or like the beat itself is like pretty chilled out and um kind of like smooth and stuff like that. Most of the energy from the track really does come from Chance's delivery, which yeah. is very good in this. His and it's flow like and everything does energy, really right? Fun. It isn't like yeah. it's juxtaposed, but like he doesn't like and that's what I've always like I'm impressed by on this whole project. Like the the zaniness never like goes so far to the point where it becomes like cringy or like distracting mm-hmm. like he somehow yeah. had this ability to to like harness that personality in a way that like fit the tracks he was on and didn't ever it, i never found it overbearing i know even yeah. when he was like when this came out there's some people were like oh, he's so annoying with his voice but i personally think he manages it very well yeah i definitely think at this point he definitely was um also nate fox very fun uh book on pusher man I like that hook too. I'm yeah. gonna push him in. Gonna... It's yeah, good. No. Good. Yeah. Great hook. I the hook on paranoia is really good. Oh yeah, yeah. Paranoia is a really good track. <laughs> Riding around with my blood on my lips with the sun in my like it. His you can hear like he, melodically he's very good, and mm-hmm. like he can sing a bit as well. I think. Yeah, he's got the ability, and like. I don't know, man. It's just like it's it's like not particularly insightful analysis, but like Pusha Man Paranoia is like when I think of a vibe, I think that this definitely kind of fits. Feel like I know vibe. There's different types of vibes or whatever. But when you just say the word vibe, this Bro, type of music comes to mind it's for me. It is like <laughs> this. Like, Pusha Man's got kind of that cool, like you know, like uh, let me try to pull some up. Uh, I think he says some stuff on the second verse where he talks about, you know, she got, uh, first of all, saying your bitch break down my weed sometimes. That's a good, I think that bar is funny. Uh, She got blisters on her knees. She's a fiend for the D, even though I only Mm -hmm. beat one time, one time, it was one, two times. It was two plus me equals three sometime. (laughs) That was slick. Like that's That's very slick. Like I'm, I'm cool. You know, I'm a player Mm -hmm. type energy, you know? Um, Yeah. And then, like, Paranoia is very, like, introspective, especially, like, the second verse with the, they murking kids, they murder kids here, why don't they talk about it, they deserted us here. Uh, where the fuck Matt Lauer at aged, weirdly? That, but, yeah, I, it was like, I, prison, I hope, what? <laughs> I mean, I know what he, he, what he was referring to was just no, like, yeah, the of lack of coverage yeah. about, like, the tragic sort of societal issues. 
yeah. that were occurring uh, in his home. He's from Chicago, so and gun violence and stuff like that is a problem that they're active, like you know that people who live there actively want a solution to. So I think like it's very like it's like a, it it really like the two tracks showcase chill vibe chance like you said still brings the energy but then you get kind of two pieces of that there's like the kind of player side and then there's the more like you're kind of like you know like the kind of like smoking the you know smoking weed hazy but you're like leaning back and you're just kind of thinking about things kind of do yeah but i mean i've talked a lot so i'll let you well i think i think the placement of the two tracks is very interesting together as like a single track um mm-hmm. to me it's kind of like um well, first of all, I think um, obviously Chance like to sell hot drugs in the South. At this point in he, his life, he was very, yeah. very much talks about it, and like I think that it very much feels like with Push Man, like that's the high, right? That mm-hmm. is like he's like, you know, I'm on one. I'm like, he's basically just doing like kind of like brag rappy type things, which again, nothing wrong with that. It's very well done. Um, but paranoia being on the same track is kind of like the come down, right? And you're like, even though I'm presenting this outwardly into the world, that mm. like I'm like this yeah. guy that's got all this going on. Really, my neighborhood is a mess and I like don't know what to do and I feel lost. And like just like as like you come down from that, the thoughts come back, you know? And it's like, yeah, like he's still got the blood on his lips, but like the paranoia starts creeping in. Paranoia obviously is like a thing like that people can commonly experience when they get high. So, yeah, I think that's actually that's very like cool to point out that they kind of do represent sort of maybe the two ends, like two parts of like sort of a trip or a journey. Yeah. Through maybe a drug usage session or whatever, or Mm -hmm. two different experiences you can have when getting high. The the fun yeah. maybe more like i'm the man side but then also they're just like thinking about how things are going yeah i mean like that's like obviously that's the thing just with like life in general we project a certain image out into the world but um reality eventually sets in no matter yeah and i and, personally yeah yeah go ahead i was just say for him clearly he's very worried and he's very like concerned about things that are happening in chicago around him mm. and He's still just trying to also, like, I think there's an added pressure too in the beginning. Like, he has to kind of be the pride of the city too and show out and, mm-hmm. you know, be this like positive figure. And yeah. Then also, he's like, I am like incredibly stressed out because people are dying around me. Dying in like the situation he's in. Yeah. And like, what I was going to just add on is like, you know, obviously, like, I, you know, I'm grateful and you know, privileged enough that I've, I did not grow up in such an environment. But like, you know, like I said, I listened to this a lot when I was in high school. I was a dumb high schooler once, and I feel like <laughs> the reason why, like, I remember these songs. This is kind of speaking a bit to that nostalgia, but the re- reason I remember these songs so fondly is, you, know, you did such a great job outlining it. Is like it really does, like you, you. That's the feeling. There's times when you feel like the man when you're doing stuff, and then there's times when like it feels like everything that you've ever worried about is like kind of like circling around you. And you're like, you're in the center, like you're in like the eye of the storm. So you can see all this stuff around you. There is like a level of calm and paranoia is like a very calm song, right? Mm-hmm. But there is a lot of shit. There's like, it's a shit storm around you, but you're somehow centered in a very peaceful place in the middle. And that creates a very interesting dynamic. So I think, yeah, yeah, it really just, that really just does point out how like, I, very intent, like you said, I think very intentional track listing, like the way those songs are 
kind of paired together like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. But I don't have much else to add on this one. Do you want to start on Cocoa Butter Kisses? I know. Let's for... move to Cut. Uh, how much time I have left on this call? Probably not enough for this song, right? So I think it's okay. Viewers won't mind. We take a little break. We'll just. Yeah, we can just go to the next call and talk about it. Sounds good. Okay. And we're back. Took a quick break there, but let's pick it up with Cocoa Butter Kisses. I think this is like, I think this is like my favorite chant song, period. I love this song. Mm -hmm. But I I want to hear. Yeah. I, think yeah, I want to hear what you have to say about it because I think there is I'm trying like I'm trying to like not let the fact that like I can this is like very, a very distinct time and place song so yeah um I mean I think it's a <laughs> I know I said very kill my past guy I understand but I think it's a very good track about like nostalgia essentially um where one of his best hooks too by the way I'll just throw that in there oh yeah absolutely um Clearly someone that's like becoming kind of like I would say, I'm not make too many assumptions, but kind of like a troubled youth is what people would say. Yeah, Where, I mean, if you, you know, think about his life, yeah. right? He's coming off a of suspension and all that stuff. Like, yeah. I mean, He's like smoking cigs and drinking and, you know, like um, his mom is not happy about that, clearly. And it kind of like is him reflecting about like the days back when their relationship was a lot better. Um and kind of dealing it's like being in a phase of kind of like arrested development um where you're kind of like stuck in between trying to become an adult and be like grown up but also you do miss kind of having that parenting relationship with for for him it's his mother clearly um Mm -hmm. but yeah no it's 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 a really interesting track and it's very like it makes a lot of sense for him to make it when he's like 19 or something like just crossing into adulthood yeah i think this is where um, the high school sort of the like the very the high school persona that he has in this project is very like mm-hmm. it's like we said it wasn't a bad thing when we mentioned it on like the earlier track on the intro track and it's i think this is where it's used very well because like i mean like i feel like that's a very like common experience where like you know you're mm-hmm. a young teenage you know you're a teenager high school learning a lot about your you're trying to figure a lot figure out a lot of things about yourself right and sometimes you do stuff that like your parents wouldn't approve of and sort of that like maybe tug of war of like you want to do these things you want to have fun you want to like kind of put yourself out there but also that feeling of like you kind of miss when things were simple you were younger you and your parents got along better you know the i miss my cocoa butter kisses because i kind of almost think about the idea of and I think he mentioned it on a prior track about his like mom washing his clothes or whatever to get the smell or some I don't know something like that. And I just think about like you know he comes home, his hoodie smell he like he smells because he smoked weed or he smoked cigarettes or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And then like his hoodies like got burn holes on them where he put them out. And even later in the song where he had to put like visine in his eye so his grandma would hug me, yeah, because visine is like eye drops oftentimes you know you smoke weed your eyes get red so you put something in there to sort of clear it up so this idea like you know his mom like knew right like it wasn't like she she was gonna figure it out right but like and like yeah. he could maybe tell that in the way he would act she would act towards him and he can misses when like they were maybe had a happier relationship and i had hope that uh, you know as things have gotten better like that's fix now right but like you know or with his grandmother you know having to put vise in his eyes so that she would hug him mm-hmm. you know i thought I, it's very compelling stuff is what i'm saying and it's brought together by a very good hook and i know we've been doing a lot of post-mortem here with him but 
I think he can still do it, but I also just think like the hooks on the big day were just not as good. No, as they're not. <laughs> and like they're, I know he can write good hooks. There's they're all over coloring book and they're all over acid rap. So yeah, Let, let's let's make this very easy for our audience to understand. Like just like kind of like where we stand on the big day versus this. There's nothing that the big day does better than acid rap. <laughs> I don't think there's anything it does better than the coloring book. I would agree with that. You could, I, I don't know if too. it does anything better than 10 days, but I haven't heard 10 days in ages, so I wouldn't know. Yeah. I, 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 see, I don't think I've ever given 10 days like an actual like front-to-back listen. Um, I know a lot of tracks off it, but I, haven't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever done a like, full front-to-back on it. Um, but yeah, no, you're, you're saying though. Go ahead. Yeah, and I think Vic this is like when Vic Mensa was like good, <laughs> or like when he yeah yeah like, when he was coming and up and like... off into his weird pop punk thing. Mm-hmm. But God, Vic Mensa was that. Hurt. Yeah. remember that weird? That was so weird. That was terrible album. Yeah, Vic's verse is really good. Like especially, I like the way at the end where it's like t- he talks about you know like kids these days get so high I burn trees, smoke chlorophyll, you know. Nice little Warren mm-hmm. Hill reference. And then the stuff at the end where it feels like, you know, dead beat dad, enough of that jazz, asshole absent, thumb of that glass, you know, like this mm-hmm. idea that like there's a like there's there, like people are like kids are like this nowadays, but it doesn't come from nowhere. There's a lot of shit going on, but like sometimes you just want to kind of lock in and do this and have fun. And then his bridge does that too, where it's like we're all addicted. Like everyone kind of mm-hmm. picks up some sort of vice or something. And maybe it can be something that people would consider yeah. healthy. Like maybe it is like maybe it's like working out or playing an instrument, but there is something that like people tether themselves to to keep them going because there's chick deadbeat dad in this case, or you know, not mm-hmm. wanting to feel shit. You know, I, I just you know, there's like that youthful energy is in there, but I think like I said, it kind of continues some of the sort of lamenting, maybe. Yeah. That, uh, also, like he does a switch on the hook, right? He yeah. says burn holes in his memories, which I thought was nice. Yeah. So repressing stuff as well by doing mm-hmm. drugs. So I think it's all like it's like it's it's like a song that kind of does a lot, right? It's like kind of this drug anthem, but it's also like it's not just like a like you know so like you know like it's not like you know young wild and free Wiz Khalifa Snoop Dogg where it's like yeah we're just having a good time who cares we're having you know we're young we just want to have fun right mm-hmm. it's got that piece to it to me but it also has some of this like you really listen in and then you realize there's like a lot of like you know it, it's you know it's fun and I want to be able to I want to do this I want to like hang on with my friends I want to maybe find myself by doing these things but I also like straining relationships yeah. with my family or there's a lot of shit going on and I want to repress it so yeah Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you do? You have any opinions on the Vic verse or even the the twist of verse? Which this is also good on it. <laughs> he's he, d- he does it thematically. Doesn't really do much for the track, no, but like he just no. sounds good on it. So like I we just let it slide. He sounds really good. Yeah, so it's fine. <laughs> I mean, Obi Wan Kenobi of the dope is pretty cool sounding. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh. Nice, but. Really fun verse from Swista. Nice to hear from him, you know? Yeah, it was a cool, <laughs> it's a cool feature, too. Yeah, yeah. It's probably, like, for Chance, it must have been, like, crazy. And they probably grew up listening to Twista, so. Yeah. It's not much to say about Twista's verse. It's just, like, it's a good rap. It's a good rap verse. Like, it's a good rap verse. Yeah. It sounds cool on the beat. All right. And once again, the beat, it's more on, like, the, it's got, like, the jazz elements, but it's more, like, low tempo. 
than mm-hmm. some of the more like kind of like bombastic stuff. So I think if we move on from this, we're gonna probably want to. I think the chance song. <laughs> yeah, the I I think yeah, this would be a signature song, honestly. Unfortunately, not on streaming services because uh, no, I, I actually, just not. added. When did it get added? Like right before the ten year anniversary. Did you not re-listen to this facade? I did, and I was listening to it on Spotify. And when Juice came on, it was Chance had like recorded. Oh, a you message. didn't. You weren't listening to the tenth, uh, ten year anniversary edition, were you? There's a different edition of this. There's a different this. edition of this with Juice on it. Yep. Uh, well, what I will say, I thought it was cool that when the original version of this on Spotify does not have Juice on it because they couldn't mm-hmm. clear the sample. I guess they're using for the beat, right? Yeah. And I thought it was cool that it's just a little voice message of him saying, "Hey, but if you stream this song." Um, the proceeds are going towards like social work. I don't know, mm-hmm. like in the US, maybe specifically in Chicago. So he's like, yeah. Like, I just thought that was a nice touch. And like, I think it speaks to the fact that I think Chance is like generally like he's a good person. Yeah. He means well. Right. So like, I, I did appreciate that. But I am glad to hear that Juice is finally on streaming services. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess screw the social workers now. Right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's not like what was, happens. I think they like cool get discovery. Yeah, but I, no, I was just gonna say, like, are they not getting the money off that anymore? I'm, I'm not like blaming them, it's fine, funny, you know. It's I guess he, that, like, I, I don't know, I guess not. I don't know how you handle that. Like, I don't know how or, you handle I mean, he that. said juice specifically, so maybe this cleared version, he'll still keep it up. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, I, I, I don't know how, what you do with that, but I just find it very funny that, like, potentially it, it's it reminds me a bit of like, um, so when the Mets were on sale, right. The yes. A Rod and J Lo. Oh yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, and they were like they got together a group of, like a bunch of like random like athletes and uh, for Dave Portnoy was involved for some reason as like a part owner. Like God, like what a terrible know. group they were putting together. But and nightmare blunt rotation ownership yeah. group. And they generally would not have been like wealthy owners compared to like the rest of the league. And owning a team in New York is very expensive, but. Uh, they, their one idea they had was like that they would commit like if the Mets did not win a World Series in the first 10 years of their ownership right uh, they will they were going to commit to pay like a hundred million dollars in charity to like children's hospitals or something and it's like well no, it's I like, want them to yeah it's like well thanks for making me feel bad about the Mets won the World Series <laughs> like you know it's like, oh my god, we won the World Series, but those children are not going to get the life-changing medical care that they could have got if they didn't. Yeah, it's kind of like, well, maybe now we just want them to fail. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh god. Well, why don't you just give terrible. them, like, if just they give win, them the money anyway. Them anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's su- such a dumb, weird promise. I I, I, just, I, I just remind you that. I, I have no idea what Chance is doing with uh, this, but... You know? Yeah, but anyway, with Juice, uh, I think like this. If I will say, like I said, like if you're listening from like front to back, like good ass intro, like you kind of get an understanding of who Chance is. But if I had to show a single song for you to understand who Chance is, you play Juice. Yeah, and I don't know and, why. I just this is so obvious. Like we talked about lineages and stuff. Smino feels like he's from the Chance tree, right? Yeah, a little bit, right? Like yeah. Smino's got that cool ability to kind of feel like he's off the rails, but he's in control all the time. Yeah, smooth, I definitely like, think so. Obviously, Suno does a lot more singing. I think he's a better singer, or I like him as a singer mm-hmm. more than Chance. But in that mold of like kind of like a little like you know off the rails, some of that chaotic energy sort of thing. I don't know why. It just yeah, clicked for me when I was just thinking about how he flows on this song. 
while you're just thinking about uh your his contemporaries it makes sense yeah but i mean what's what's there to not like on juice yeah i mean personally this is my favorite track of the album which again like it is it's the signature chance yeah it is the quintessential chance you know this, like the, you know, yeah the wordplay is hilarious. He's just bouncing around the beat so well. Um, yeah, this is where you really see the technical ability, I think, because he's like, it's like that, like, you know, you know, another mm -hmm. like Jid. I talk about how like Jid has like, you know, his nickname comes from him being jittery, like that flow yeah. where he's just like sliding in and out of like the way he's like switching his flow and stuff, and like Chance, like it feels like that. It's like he's swerving on a track, but he's like always actually in control of the vehicle, you know? Yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> I'm trying to see, like, uh, because I like, I mean, I, the song just sounds cool. Uh, I was a huge, this it's on here. Hold on, let me see. Oh, uh, never mind. It's a different song. Um, I was um, losing myself. Um, but also the chance, the juice, 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 like on yes. the, when the hook kicks back in or whatever. Yeah. Like, kind of call refrain, like, the, I got the juice. Yeah. Juice. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's such a, it's it's a track with like just such great energy and just so fun. Like I remember the first time I heard this one, I was like, Oh, this guy is gonna be like one of the greats, right? Like I was like immediately This song like, I think is what really I mean it's 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 easy for me to act like LeBron and be like, Oh, I knew this guy was gonna be the biggest <laughs> no, it wasn't like that, but yeah, I, I, I was like, this guy's got the sauce, definitely. I mean, yeah, that first verse, the Chano, you know, Chatham's own foolies, I'm glad I'm home. And then the even my hate is kinda glad I'm on, and then the Rest in peace to my vagabond. The rapper song singer suspended subpoena for misdemeanors. Dreamer hellback asses Loki still is like that's what the, the yeah. flow. He the way he just kind of kept going and sliding and steering. Mm -hmm. It he yeah. just sounded cool. Like and, and like, he shouts out Chief Keith. Like you know that's always positive. Shout out. There's a the whole world fucking hates the Lakers. Yeah, hilarious. Uh, yeah. yeah, you know Kevin Cosner reference like. <laughs> The draft day god himself. Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy. Um, nice, such a fun track. And again, I I, I say that again because we talk about things in retrospective and like the post mortem, I guess, for yeah. what happened with the big day. But like I said, it's like wow, this guy, his trajectory is nothing but upward. <laughs> That's like all I could think at the time. <laughs> I met Kanye Ooh. West. I'm never going to fail. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah it's a shame pushing, but lost yeah, i didn't he, know i forgot oh, go ahead sorry i was gonna say it I, I i'm acting like it's over it's not over he can come back with some i mean no like we talked about chill chance being like a bag i wish he used more i really like that song that him and vic mensa did together Remember? yeah the wraith yeah right that song's sick i i totally yeah. hope that he brings back more of that stuff yeah he's like he's got that nice hook on it too, he's got here, like not, not a hook but he's got the first he's got the nice flow on done, like he's like the body, the body, the body, the body, the body, the body. Like, yeah, oh, he's got that yeah. like cool, like he can do that stuff. He can like do the repetition into the next part of his like he's got a bag. Yeah. He just just fumbled it. <laughs> well, I think I think what happened with the big day most of all is that he leaned way too much into like the I'm a big baby man, like type thing. <laughs> the voice was the voice sounds yeah. way the, worse it, on the big day where he's like an yeah. adult adult and he's like a child comparatively he, on this. He he was flanderizing himself on the big day. It felt like he oh, completely doing an impersonation like, of him. That, exactly. Yeah, he just felt like he was playing a character at that it's point, like a character of being chance, real yeah. and like 
just like I he seemed like stuck between and this suddenly became like that big day I, but he seems stuck between trying to like refine his sound to do something new but also wanting to give people what they expected and mm. he wound up in like a really bad middle place that's just like very like immature sounding and generally just like very poor songwriting um like you know about to get a show with the dim sail dimadome what dude what that that payment better be as big as diddy kong what dude Little <laughs> oh yeah and of course hot shower yeah dear god hot yeah shower. It, but we don't have to let's, let's not get caught on big day that'll get its own episode yeah. one day maybe. That, maybe we can talk about that just oh my god but the next song's lost i forgot i did not remember no name is <laughs> on this album yeah cool yeah. i like this song it's a cute little romance it's a good song. song yeah it's oh, a good song. And I like the chorus, like, you know, like, my druggie love me when I'm ugly. You know, it's like, you yeah. know, like, it's kind of got that kind of, you could say his druggie refer to drugs, but also, like, I mm-hmm. thought of druggies like the person I do drugs with is also my girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. But I just, the cute, the, the the hook is cute in that way, but maybe it's also kind of, like, sad in some ways, depending on how mm-hmm. you interpret it. I don't know, but I really like the hook. I... <laughs> Well, hoping a lot of his verse, the damn I'm in so deep, girl, probably because you're empty. <laughs> That's <dude>. depression riz. <laughs> yeah, depression riz. That's crazy. Um no, it's yeah, it's a really nice, like lo- lovey dovey track. And um I mean, yeah, shout out to No Name before she quit music for not liking the- that white people liked her music. <laughs> and also uh, lecturing J. Cole. Yeah, I was. Wait, what did she say, Jake Cole again? What was it? I don't know. So she was said something on a song or like online, and then Jake Cole, he, like he directly, like he said something about it in like a freestyle or a song. I don't know. Okay. There was like some weird back and forth between them. Yeah, I do. I vaguely remember that. Yeah, it was like pandemic time, I think. So everyone was yeah in a place, but um, I like No Names Verse a lot. Like especially the like just the idea, the whole fuck me into open caskets. I want to die with this. Yeah, I want to stop seeing my psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. Like it, this song is cute and lovey, but it's also like there's like once again like his the ability to mix like the sadness of like sort of the, I think you know he's like self aware always like I think he always doesn't want to be as much of a druggie as he is during this time of his life, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to do as many drugs as he does, or he wants to be more responsible with how he uses them, right? But like. Yeah, there's like a reason he does it, and like I, I don't know. I really, I find No Name's Verse particularly very compelling on this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really much agree. else to say. No, it's it's uh no, it's a good track. I really like it. Uh, let's see what's next on here. Everybody's something. What do you think? I think this one's okay. It's it's not one that like sticks with me. Um. Probably the first like track where I just kind of I'm like this is fine. Yeah, I I find it funny. Um, because... the run from you could I mean depending on how you feel about it, but the run from good ass intro to lost is like very it's like some pretty yeah. high end hip hop and music yeah. in general. I find it funny because um the genius annotation on this the first thing says a fan favorite since the beginning everybody's something I'm like. Well, I'm gonna make a lot of people angry. The fact that's like one of my like. I think eh, it's good. I think it's fine. It's I'm good. not saying it's, it's bad. not like yeah. 
It's just not I like do, anything particular. I like Chance's whole of why God phone die every time I call him, and if his son had a Twitter, wonder if I would follow him. I thought yeah. that was funny. I cracked That's up funny, on yeah. that one. It made me chuckle. Yeah. Also, no, I like the the I like but... I think Chance sounds good on this. Like it's not like he's yeah. bad or anything. Yeah. Uh, and obviously, like Saba, it was really it's cool hearing all the Chicago rappers like Vic, No Name, Saba. Mm-hmm. I just think this one's fine. I don't know. This is just isn't one that like I don't go back to this one as much as I do some of these other ones. That's it. Yeah. No, I agree. I do like some of the more political stuff. You get some of that. The fuck Fox News, middle finger Uncle Sam, like or Samuel as he calls him on this. Like I, I like mm-hmm. like there's not yeah. much I dislike. I just want to look sometimes yeah. just to hit all the way, and then sometimes you're just like this is fine. Yeah, exactly. Maybe the production on this one just doesn't like grab me as much as some of the other stuff. I don't know. I think that's mostly it for me. Is that the production? Like, I I just don't find it like particular. Like again, our songwriting aspect is fine. Like it's not like it's good. It's not like an issue. I just think that I find like the um, mm-hmm. musically, it's just I, I don't get drawn to it. You know? Yeah. And I mean, the, after this, there's an interlude. I think the interlude's very cute, but there's not much to say yeah. about it. It's a cute interlude. Nothing. It, it's a cute interlude, but I will say this. Um, that is like the first occurrence of like I'm a baby man chance that would wind up like destroying mm-hmm. him on the big day. I think um, using okay. it in like no. doses is fine. Yeah, it's on using the doses is fine, but it is funny to see the precursor. You know, that's he like oh, this like he that. went he went way too far <laughs> later. <laughs> yeah, um, but after that's favorite song. Most people's favorite song. I mean, it's a song. I mean, people want these two to do like more music together, and I probably yeah. still maybe even want them to. Also, I, I the beginning of Chains' verse to me is like always. Also, uh, this does not age well. <laughs> I was wondering when you were gonna mention that. <laughs> I just because like I don't. I, I I only think about the you know I, the chance acid rapper soccer hockey sacker. That's like the part I think of when I hear about this song. Yeah, yeah. No, he but drops an F slur. The F slur. Why? Yeah. Uh, well, okay, let's not to excuse us, but like let's contextualize this. He was like 19 years old in 2013. Like that, like I will say 2013, it doesn't seem like that long ago, but we were not as enlightened of an age as we were now. Yeah. I don't think gay marriage is legal in the US at this point. <laughs> like genuinely. Uh I'm actually gonna check that out. Uh Yeah, let me see. Uh, yeah, I think it's 2015. So, yeah, this is two years before gay marriage was legalized in June 2015. Mm-hmm. So, I'm like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not saying he should have said that, but I'm just saying, like, in context, there were a lot of people that were just saying that back then. Like, it was no big deal. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm just saying, like, that is the truth of it. I'm not saying it's okay. But that, like, just putting also, that context out there. Uh, let's yeah, moving past chances. Hang on, yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> time, but like, Jesus Christ, like, listen, to that night, it's, like, Ooh. Um, it's like, oh, this is such a fun, happy song. What? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, young rascal flats, as Chance calls himself on this one. But like, Chance, aside from that, I think Chance's verse of this one is really good. The hook is super fun. Yeah. The this my jam, this my jam, this my jam. Yeah, you know, um, I'll probably get hate for this. I think Gambino's verse is good. I think people overrate this verse. It's not amazing. It's a good verse. I like it. I agree. It's fun. I think it's good. But, but it's this is definitely that good. Gambino. This music, like, this, I don't know. There's like an era. I mean, I don't know how to describe this, but there's like an era of 
his music. And like, I mean, look, he was still doing community when like because the internet came out, right? And that's a good album. Yeah. I really like that album. That'd be a fun one to do a retrospective on. Yeah. Definitely. But I don't know, man. Like that era where like he was just he was like still a comedian. He was still doing like a lot of his like initial appearances on like community and being on TV and doing his specials. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to describe like the, the like white people Gambino. Not a huge fan of <laughs> that. Stuff, so. that. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Like the, the, the like the, you blast the shit in Abercrombie when your work is finished. Your mom will play it in the car because she it got cursing in it. Like mm-hmm. I, it's like that specific type of humor, right? Like I think that's a yeah. funny line. I don't really know how to explain it though. I just think the verse no, is good. It, I just don't know why people love this verse. Like it's it's not even his best. Like he's done way better stuff than this, right? I mean, this, I mean it's this a is, nostalgia thing. It's fun. I it, well, like, again, it's a fun verse. I think that's mostly it with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. um and that's why they do enjoy it so much and like again it does have like funny moments and stuff like that but and it also it being on such like a, oh my god chance the rapper and child just can't be now together like whoa you know maybe it's um, like i associate him with almost like he sometimes he felt like an early meme rapper yeah if that makes sense like bonfire yeah. is like a very like that's like the true version oh, of that yeah the song's aged horrendously <laughs> we we can yeah i was gonna say if we ever just fought retrospect on one track like oh my god i'm not no i'm not, I'm not like saying he's doing that here but I, you know what i mean yeah. like he there was like that period and like some of that like i don't know i like he like it's not like he can't do it well i really like sweatpants on because mm-hmm. of the internet I'm not trying to like sit here and be like an angry old man because like this is a fun song. I just I don't know his verse just what I thought Chad's kind of washed him a little bit. I don't know. I no, I agree with you. I agree with you. I, I mean again, Bonfire begins with um okay, it's childish Gambino, homegirl, drop it like the Nasdaq. Which I'm sorry, it just doesn't hit as well as uh, Lil Wayne's like, and honestly, I'm down like the economy. <laughs> Just doesn't doesn't feel that way, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not nah. bonfires. Uh, sorry, you're just making me think about bonfire. Bonfires. <laughs> sorry as hell, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I look once again. Don't jump down our throats. I think his verse is good. I think they have great chemistry as well. I can see why they would be a fun duo. Mm-hmm. I'm like, like I said, he's got and some they fun are stuff. Fun yeah, I like the way he talks about like Chance being from the home of the Sosas. I like the knee pad girl line is funny. The Will Smith spit real shit is funny, especially thinking about just Will Smith slapping. Now that that's a oh thing yeah yeah exactly. But when he said that, when I was realizing, I was like prophetic. Like what? Like how did he like? I think the age stuff like maybe shows up a little bit on the you blast this shit in Abercrombie when your work is finished, and I'm just like, yeah, you know, I don't know. Because when I think of going to Abercrombie now, they play like Harry Styles. <laughs> I, I I do find it funny that like I understand him bringing a parallel to Will Smith because he was an actor and a rapper. Yes, and a com- comedic actor as well, right? Which yeah, happens. but I I find it funny like him drawing the comparison, like just saying like like just co- like comparing himself to Will Smith because like I think a lot of people now don't view Will Smith as like a very like skilled rapper. <laughs> He's a you terrible know? rapper, in my opinion. Yeah, like you know, I think the coolest thing we, we he did is he was on the remix yeah. of Icon, right? Was he really? I don't he know. On the remix, he was on a remix of either Jaden Smith's Icon or he was on a remix of another song, and he made like he had like a bar where he talked about like I'm an icon who gave birth to icon children or something. I'm like, okay, that's kind of hard. I mean, that's, pre- that's pretty hard. That's pretty hard. But that's kind of it. 
<laughs> do you remember? Do you remember when he uh, jumped on that Joyner Lucas song, Will? And Joyner Lucas is just so bad that like Will Smith at like fifty years old bodied him. Like, <laughs> do you remember that? Joyner Lucas, man. Like it's it's not even like Joyner Lucas is such a what if to me. I actually really I know he had the potential and he, I know it's such a shame. Then he then he's then he yeah, whatever. We're not the same about Joyner. It's about chance. Let's keep it pushing. The thing, it just keeps pushing us to thinking about other rappers that were like, what could have been? <laughs> I mean, Chance still has, to, like you said, Chance, no, Chance has time. They're Chance so has young. Time. There's still plenty yeah. of time to like, he releases another project or two that, that mm-hmm. like gets him back in, that feels like a return to form. He, honestly, he just needs one good project to get back in people's good graces, I feel he's like. He's allegedly got one on the way, right? Like, it's kind of... I have no idea. Rumored <laughs> like, or something cooking, but... I mean, it's been, like, four years, so, like, yeah. I imagine. He needed like, some time. I don't blame him. That was a tough one yeah. to get over. He canceled his tour, man. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? He was yes, going to go on tour for the big day, and he canceled it after five shows. Like, oh my god! Like that dude must have yeah. been just like defeated. Yeah, he was getting beat down. That's how you know it's bad. Like people who like him a lot were like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, what are you playing here, dude? Get this yeah. off! Like, but let's yeah. let's like, let's not keep bringing. Hey, let's yeah, let's not be too mean. Let's not be too mean. Yeah, let's talk about Nana. Uh, the song is great, except I. The chorus is annoying. Uh, yes, yes, that, that is the correct opinion. <laughs> baby voice chance shows up again. Yeah. But this time it's obnoxious. Because it is like the little na-na-na-na, like whatever. But my god, I don't know. Nanas yeah. on this one were killing me. Yeah. But no, having having chance and action bronson together, it's very fun. This isn't their best collab, in my opinion. Baby Blue is a like more fun song, in my opinion. And Chance, but it's a it's a it's a good track. No, it is a good track. I was just gonna say, Baby Blue. Chance is a mean man on that one. He just mean, like yeah, yeah he the, can play the things he wants like to happen to his ex girlfriend. That song are very funny. Like, very and that's the funny. thing with him too. Like, he has yeah. a lot of faces. Like, I think he's yeah. he is like a family man. He is he is like emotional and sensitive, but he can also be this player he can be a high school degenerate like he you know was playing was and is playing on this project he can be a flex rapper he can be a bit of a mean mugger i mm-hmm. think he's got a lot more versatility and like that's why i like this project so much is like he yeah because of his off the rails controlled off the rail style it's yeah. like there's a lot you can play with there and that's why you know when how do we keep doing this but that's why what he does this stick where he goes too far in one direction it's like come on man you got other <laughs> stuff in the bag yeah pump fake once in a while why you keep pump doing fake. this <laughs> but um, yeah i thought yeah. sans was cool i like the they they use of illusion could confuse confucius nasty ashy cigarette ash until my voice get raspy last week suspended last night kiss kissed vashti uh, acclaimed video director Mm-hmm. He's a video director, so I thought that was cool. Uh, Bronson's versus cool, aside from the Japanese bar. Wait, what's Can't say that bar? one. What's if you're Japanese looking at the lyrics, it's, it's, it right he says, it's on his verse. It's the third line. I cannot say it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, we're not going <laughs> to. We can't But that. I like uh, the Bronson's verse. Introducing Bronsolito with my hair slicked back. I look like Rick Petito. <laughs> <laughs> I got a team of hoes like Pat Summit, which was like a funny reference maybe some people might take offense to it pat summit is a uh, rester you know rest in peace of the great or late great yeah. pat summit but women's basketball coach at the university of tennessee uh, yeah 
I look like Arnold Schwarzenegger in a black helmet. This like quintessential accident bronze and stuff. Yeah. I couldn't help but laugh. She ordered the chicken parm. Like action bronze is like, oh, look at you ordering commoner food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. Um, you also do this shit too, where it's like I had the full bulls warm up with the pippins on. <laughs> he's he's so funny on this. I, I was R- R- disregard that third line. Gun on that one, but you get the idea. Yeah, that's true. It does sound a bit less sidey. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. I've, this is like a, just a, a tangent. I was watching this really this YouTube video. This guy was like doing a impersonation of West Side Gun. It was something about sold some sold some dope to a fiend look like phoebe bridgers and i was like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's about right <laughs> look like phoebe bridges <laughs> anyway uh not as a good song though i just the chorus yeah, is yeah. it's it's grating i think yeah no definitely but maybe repeated listens are a bit tricky with that one mm-hmm. uh I was going to say, do we want to jump to another call for the last few here? Uh, we could probably fit one more in. It depends on how much you have to say about smoke again. Um, I think we could spend some time on Absol's first. Oh, I forgot it was the Absol. Yeah, okay. We're going <laughs> to take a break. We're going to take a break before we get into that timeout. <laughs> okay, let's talk about smoke again, which is... You know, once again, a really, you know, it's a really good song. Uh, I like the yeah. beat. I like Chances. This is, sounds, he sounds cool. Man. He just sounds cool yeah. to me on this one. Um, also fun, fun chorus on this too. Fun chorus? All, yeah, the, the, I don't leave, I don't even talk to him on the phone again, leaving the AM on the road again. Let's fuck so I can smoke again. I got to smoke. Like, and they also, once again, a little, I think there's like some nice thrill lines of like the dependency he's got at this point. It feels like on substances. So I think mm-hmm. it's kind of like, it's like it's very like, like I think sometimes like it's that's what's impressive to me is like he's such a young artist at this point, and there's some like the songs are a lot of the songs are well crafted. The verses are great. He's very talented and capable already, but also just like thematically having sort of these these motifs right yeah. throughout the project. Is cool. Uh, favorite chant, one of the funniest chance line on this one is definitely my dick won't even call her because she left all that lipstick. Yeah, that's it was funny. Good visual. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, okay, let's just. I mean, if you do, you have stuff to say about chances part on this because I know that there is a main. Part I think we should focus on absolutely. Okay. <laughs> you take it away. You got it. Talk about Absol. Uh, Great rapper yeah. who doesn't release enough music. Really good rapper doesn't release enough music um funny and, rapper by the way i think underrated funny rapper he doesn't release a lot so people don't talk about him as much but he's funny yeah oh boy <laughs> so he just like came on here and he just decided like let's talk about poop <laughs> it's like you know how we we reviewed uh scaring the hose on here recently right and we talked we about how on uh God loves you, Danny Hose gets in his disgusting bag for a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's funny, like when talking about sex. Absol kind of does that as well, but it's all poop reference, like potty jokes. Yeah. Um, well, for two bars, really, or three bars, really, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he basically just jumps in and he goes, like, um, How about you? No dap, but I'll take a pound or two. 
no mm. doubt like by the way this flow i'm giving is completely butchering it and i realize it's like a white dad reading this but i'm closer to that you're reading a wop type b yeah i i'm probably closer to being a white dad than i am to high school at this point so you know go ahead uh, that. and that's something to think about huh? <laughs> I'm just ruining a, people. Just ruining people's high, night with that. That's a high slash drug thought if I've ever heard one. Just <laughs> Mortality. Dude. <laughs> this mortal shell we live Aging, in. man. Whoa. <laughs> and remember when we... Remember when we did a beer bong out of the school parking lot traffic code? Man, <laughs> we had fun. We had now fun. I have arthritis. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I'm getting a little bit of knee pain recently. I'm kind of oh, wondering if that's on, it. <laughs> um, but yes, how about you? No doubt, I'll, but I'll take a pound or two. No mm. doubt, like when Stefani's group, which, Ooh. okay. Ooh. Look, let me put my mouth where you potty, boo. Now, if you don't like that, you don't like real hip-hop. <laughs> that's called bars. <laughs> it just made me laugh when I heard it. I don't really think I had yeah. any other. I just started cackling. Yeah, then brothers pissed need potty. Fellas. Training. Those fellas. Those boys. <laughs> those buckaroos. Those, that group of gentlemen over there. <laughs> those buckaroos. Those buddy boys. Pissed. Buckaroos is funny. Those buckaroos, buckaroos is a really un- underutilized word. Underused, like, dad core. Yeah. Terminology. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do you how what's your favorite like term that white guys call you i'm curious this is like the these are the important discussions we have uh oh yeah this is i think this is a very important discussion uh i like yeah. boss bosses whatever boss is a good boss, you feel like yeah. you feel i feel nice yeah I, I love it with like as, i whenever i think the only time i've been calling it's by like when i'm like placing an order at a spot mm-hmm. i'm like yeah sure thing boss and i'm just like thank you i thank you sir thank, thank you, you for your- underling uh <laughs> Oh my god, term. I've not gotten a buckaroo, but I think buckaroo is probably that one sounds that's fun. Yeah. And cartoony. Do do you like buddy? Listen to your buddy. Because <laughs> eh, <laughs> buddy is usually never in a positive context. Yeah. You 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 know white guy's pissed when he when he drops a pal on you too. You know? Listen to your pal. <laughs> I like fellas. Fellas is good. Fellas is a classic. Fellas is like a chill. Like uh, whenever I hear fellas, I think of just like getting some of the get, and fellas and all these terms, in my opinion, are just like they they're like gender neutral to me. Everyone's yeah, a fella. Yeah. No, so like the you. fellas is just when you get your your gang of friends together and go like I don't know, just kick it. That's kick what I'm fella, fellas. Yeah, the fellas. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um. With but the yeah, potty, like, the potty mouth here. Yeah, that's. I mean. Yeah, that's Absol right there, I think, right? <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. The Buckaroo is uh, pissed, dude, potty training, they movement shit, that's a potty train. Oh, I didn't realize there was another line after that, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, uh... Yeah, that's... I think it's, it's funny, it's... It's, it's very juvenile, but it did crack yeah. me up. I can't say it didn't make me laugh. Yeah. I, it, what are we all but not people who laugh at bowel movement jokes? Of um, course, yeah. I did like that we kicked it that I score soccer game. She was a phony goalie, but I got some great aim though. That's pretty fun. Kind of insinuating that it wasn't hard to score, but like yeah. hard to like, you know, get embedded this person. But like, hey, 
I, I do a good job. <laughs> it's a goofy verse, for yeah. sure. But all in all, it, it does. It is fun. I do find yeah. it fun. No, it's a very fun track, though. Uh, then we get, I think, it's a little more. I think we really get into right more of a introspective, like especially Acid Rain's a very like I think serious song to me. Yeah. Which I think this is like he's good at venting. Yeah, that makes no, sense. No, I agree. Like his stream of consciousness stuff, or like what sounds more like stream of consciousness, is very like interesting. Um, and it's I think the stream stream of consciousness is interesting to listen to because of the way his flow is so inconsistent mm-hmm. in that way yeah. where he kind of keeps moving from cadence to cadence, like an artful blue face, you know. <laughs> artful blue face <laughs> oh it's like when they do fucking like i don't know it's like when they do like sports comparisons they're like this guy's like an athletic elton brand it's like <laughs> it's like yeah sure <laughs> this guy's like a tall doug flutie <laughs> tall flutie but yeah um continue Mm-hmm. an artful blue face that's a good one yeah you can put that you can put that out to the world you know just let the people know <laughs> i don't know if that's a thing that's been said before <laughs> throw, throw that throw that out to chance this next album you know the Play last blue face tweet i saw what was him saying he was horny and asking people to drop like porn in the replies that is insane what he was just like hey guys drop some porn lists yeah, it was like it was like he was saying he was like coochie deprived and he was in london Whoa. for some reason it was like, can y'all y'all just drop your best like porn OnlyFans, whatever, and whatever I like what? best. I'll give it like a like a shout out or some shit. Maybe he gave it a retweet. I don't know. That's insane. That's crazy. <laughs> Imagine being famous enough though, like you end up having a following. You're just like, man, I'm horny. Can y'all drop your porn racks? <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I cannot what believe a, what that. A character of a human being, dude. Yeah, Blueface is ridiculous. Man. How about a caricature? <laughs> yeah, I know. He he's he's insane. Did he win his boxing match, by the way? I think so. Right? He was fighting someone that he should have beat. Yeah. Okay, he did. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, he won. Who did he fight? Uh, let me see. Um. Oh, I know he fought. He fought that TikTok dude. <laughs> but some dude from TikTok. Oh, interesting. Okay. It was like stealing people's content. I remember this. Yeah, yeah. That's really funny. And then Blueface just took him out. Good for Blueface. They had a yeah, good job, Blueface, man of the people, I guess. Uh, I guess. But <laughs> to actually talk about the song, like I like a lot of the like, like this is where like like you know hip hop and rap is like poetry based, you could say, right? And like this is where mm-hmm. I really think that some of that the way his lines are constructed, spineless bitches in backless dresses, right? Yeah, like stuff like that, or my weed seedless, my trees leafless. I miss my diagonal grilled cheeses. And back when Mike Jackson was still Jesus, before mm-hmm. I believed in not believing in that. Once again, the idea like he misses the simpler times when like it was about just enjoying like the delicious grilled cheese that was cut the way you like it. Back when like your heroes were heroes and infallible. Yeah, you know, that kind of thing. I and then also just the. Cigarette stained smile all covered in sin. My big homie died young, just turned older than him. Mm-hmm. Like, it, I, this song hits a lot. And I think we're coming off a pretty joyful stretch of song. So I think it really does kind of hit 
And once yeah. again, this whole album representing maybe the trip it away, right? Like the begin, like you know, there's these peaks and valleys, jubilation, and then this kind of like mellow wow. You feel like the man. Now you're paranoid, and you're kind of up again. You're having fun. You're partying, and then it all comes crashing down a little bit again. And all that stuff that mm-hmm. that shitstorm you're standing in the center of kind of hits you. Yeah. I also I I will say like this is a nice one liner here. Um, mm-hmm. I trip to make the fall shorter. Oof, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, and that's what's amazing about a lot of what's in the song. It's not like there's a lot of like you said. There's single lines that sound like the bitch mm-hmm. in spineless and backless dresses. Uh, trip to mm-hmm. make the fall shorter. Yeah. <laughs> Building forts from broken dams. What a Hoover could do. That's, I like it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, no, it's just. Go ahead. I, I was gonna say like um no it's, it's a very nice reflective and again feels very like stream of conscious type track. Um yeah, really like just nice, insightful. You learn you, I feel like you learn a lot about him about just him. by listening to this song. Yeah. Yeah, this is probably the most powerful song. It is you really get a heavy yeah. dose of what's going on in his mind. And yeah. that's why like I think when people talk about new chance, they're like chance to go back to doing drugs. <laughs> uh, but like yes. we look at stuff like this, like him, like like his journey with his relation to like substances and his journey with mm-hmm. them, and like kind of how he changed, you know, stopped doing some of those substances or all of them. I don't know exactly, but that's like a big part of like some of the stuff in acid rap is there's clearly like this desire to be better, what he defines as being better, right? So. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big part of it. Also, if I'm being honest, like we've kind of brought up a lot of stuff that he, the drugs have nothing to do with chances, like decisions to not like leverage his full suite of abilities or talent or choosing what sonic direction to go in both production wise and in the way he uses his voice. So. Yeah. But then we got Chain Smoker, which kind of, I think fits a little bit, right? In the, with the last track, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's just kind of presented in a different format, less of a, like a singular vent song. You know? Yeah, not definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy Chainsmoker quite a bit. I think it's a fun track. Um, I think it's yeah. like a solid, again, outside the fact that there is like an outro to this, mm-hmm. I think this is like a very fun way to kind of like get that like last like full track. And again, it's just like some. It's some classic chance. It's good wordplay. It's a fun time. And yeah. also it's got like some nice like moody, vibey type uh production. production. Yeah. Why toss my filter once you save my life? The same shit that kills us always feels so right. Mm-hmm. So like I think it, it thematically really connects well with the last song, but it, it like you said, it's presented in a bit more of that vibey kind of low-key style with like the chance yeah. energy that he's bringing the whole project. And then uh, I mean the good ass outro is basically mm-hmm. like it's like and i think it's nice it's like he's feeling positive it feels like things are going in a better direction things are going to be better and yeah. it, it, it it's and i think he does this very well if it, it connects very well with the intro yeah very sonically in the same ballpark some of the same energy and i think that's good i think yeah. it's like I a mean, very nice touch to have like a project with like two very clear beginning like a very like clearly connected beginning and end and like the journey in between it fits like it feels like it makes sense how we got to the end from where we started yeah no absolutely i agree um 
Yeah, no, I think, uh, again, I think just kind of like give some overall thoughts about the album. Clearly still very good tape, you know? It holds up pretty well. I think yeah. the first half is the stronger half. I do agree. Um, like four of the, the four best songs to me are all in the first half. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it's not to say that the back half's bad. The back half is... Yeah, I like Smoke bad. Again. I like Favorite yeah. Song. I don't know, I like... I like favorite song as a whole. It's a really fun song, and Nana, mm-hmm. I like the verses, the hook. Is so, so wait, everything. sorry, you like favorite song as a whole? You like everything okay. about favorite song? <laughs> no, but like, because I, I feel like we were, I was being big, like saying, like, yeah, versus overrated. It's a really fun song. Yeah, and Nana has good verses. Smoking has a great vent. Uh, acid, uh, not smoking. I'm not smoking. It's really funny. Uh, acid rain's a good vent, and Chain Smoker is nice and vibey, but like. I just think the first half, like you're you're talking like push man paranoia into cocoa butter kisses into juice, like that's a hell of a three track mm-hmm. scratch. And then I think Lost is really good, so I throw that in there as well. Yeah. So, all in all, what would you give it though? Oh, well, what are your favorite tracks, and what would you give it? Uh, I would say my favorite ones are probably Juice, Cocoa Butter Kisses, Lost. Um, yeah, I think off the top of my head, that'd be like my top three. Mm-hmm. Uh. For me, it's like, I think an 8 out of 10. You know? oh, wow, I was going to really? say an 8 too. And I want to say this. Wow. An album doesn't need to be a 10 to be a classic. That's true. Or a project doesn't. Because this project means a lot more in the when it came out, what music was like when it came out, what it did after it came out, mm-hmm. what chance, yeah. like the chance the rapper, like brands, the artist, everything. Like there was a lot. And like, you know, I mentioned Smino as like someone who I can see, like I feel like there's very direct lineage there. But, like, there is a lot of music we have now that's a byproduct of this. It's, like, the you could say, like, an original SoundCloud-era project in a way, or, it's like, the precursor to that era. Like, yeah. it's a classic to me because of what it means. Like I said, when you tell the story, if you told the story of, like, rap and hip-hop from, like, con- the conception to where we are today, I think acid rap gets a notable mention in that story. It is an important yeah. part of it. yeah. But even though we're agree. saying it's an eight overall, listening to it, it doesn't take away from the fact that I think it's still classic. As it's a classic yeah. mixtape, probably I mean, one of like, the best yeah, mixtapes like, of all time. Yeah, it's it's like with um with rodeo, for example, right? Like off the top of your head, what do you think about like rodeo? If you give like one to ten, I really like rodeo. Me too. I think rodeo is uh, really probably good. get an eight. Honestly, I think rodeo is yeah. really good. But I can say like, oh, like as a listening experience, I give rodeo like an eight um as like its influence it's like possibly like one of the most influential albums of the 2010s like yeah, it's like like, or, it's like, honestly, like ever maybe like it's crazy yeah. how much travis you can say like i can say the same thing like 808s is like one of my least favorite kanye projects but also Influence. travis is like a byproduct yeah. of 808s right yeah. no exactly yeah um so yeah it, like just because dirty like, sprite too it's like yeah. a trap classic to me. I want to yeah. give it a 10, but it's a trap classic. I mean, yeah, because that Dirty Sprite 2 is great. Like, it is. Yeah, it is. But I'm just saying, like, albums <laughs> don't need to be 10. Albums don't no, need to be true. 10 the Butterfly yeah. 10s or whatever to, like, yeah. Yeah. be important and classic and relevant yeah. and valuable. Like, absolutely. I, did we give, I can't remember, what's the last 10 we gave? Or we both, uh, we gave that one of that 1975 project a 10. Yeah. I don't know, like that one I would say is really good. Maybe I'd call it a classic, but definitely is not nearly as impactful. No, as no it's not nearly as impactful. You mentioned that aren't tens, yeah. but are like they're high scores. That's the thing. 
there's albums that are probably sevens that have a lot of impact too. Like, I mean, you got to think about yeah. it. Like, yeah. But this was fun. I It really yeah. was cool being teleported back to the time when this was like more in my listening rotation. Mm-hmm. And it's always, and I think a good takeaway from this, uh, go listen to Acid Rap uh, if you haven't, or if you haven't listened to it in a while, but also like go back and listen to the old stuff you used to dig into. Cause like, it is always fun kind of unearthing those like core memories a little bit, you know, this musical yeah. core memories, I'd say. My advice, um, kill your past still. Um, but it's okay because kill your past, you can... see your future or something. <laughs> Not a little bit. Kill kill your past, uh, bury it. Um and <laughs> I'm being a bit extreme. Melt but, your eyes, uh, see your future. No, nah, more I'm saying is like you don't you don't have to listen to things with nostal- just like nostalgia goggles on because Oh no, it's good. It, it holds with, up pretty well. Yeah, if you do approach it with fresh eyes and fresh ears like you can learn different things about it and kind of like recontextualize a bit to your current life as well so yeah you know art like you your life changes and the art that you engage with will change with you so i would and there's stuff that makes this album age like there's slurs they get used that were way more yeah. acceptable in 2013 Can't, and then they certainly really use those <laughs> then and they definitely aren't more so now but yeah i get what you're saying where it's like this the album can still work in a modern context if you give it the yeah. chance to exactly yeah. i think that's what makes it really good it's an eight now right maybe if yeah. i like if we were hosting a show in 2013 uh, with yeah. more voice and, cracks and... yeah me and you and diapers hosting the podcast <laughs> man i thought i told you that in confidence that i went to <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly but i liked it it yeah. was fun and uh i'm unfortunately i think our next one's going to be a bad album so yeah it's uh the good positivity the ends on this one Every, everything goes up and down so i'm gonna manifest revival for july 4th i i don't know why you would do that but like yeah I think it'd be really funny <laughs> it, yeah i mean it isn't like yeah it's like if we're just like reading lyrics for that like oh my god like we can go all day i will be it's, drinking when we record that episode i'm you, telling you you got buns babe i got ass burgers do you remember <laughs> that you remember that <laughs> with the i love rock and roll. yeah yeah let's get like was it like Let's get turnt ma like a air conditioning knob. Like <laughs> it's you remember so bad, videos. dude. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah revival's no. awful. Anyway, enjoy. You know, go back and listen to Astrid. Listen to your old tunes. Do Astrid or don't. Be responsible regardless of what you choose. Have a good one. And as always, stay creamy. Stay creamy. We'll see you after Aiden comes back from the Irish motherland. Have a good one. Mm-hmm. Have a good one now.